the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Rescuers, the show about people who change and save lives. Now, here's your host, Art Brooks. Good good afternoon or morning or nighttime, whatever it is, because we never know. Because when you're in the Rescuers radio show studio, it's uh, all the time. With our podcast, can be found at uh, uh, rescuersradioshow.org. And uh, you can hear the program live every Thursday at 5.30 at Faith Talk 1360 and faithtalk1360.com. And once it airs, it becomes a podcast and uh, in the stream of rescuersradioshow.org. And uh, you can find that wherever you find your podcast, Spotify, uh, Instagram, uh, just uh, radio show. Just look for Rescuers Radio Show. And my guest is, I'm so happy to have, Tracy Beal. Tracy is founder and CEO of School Connect. And we're going to find all about that uh, here in the next uh, 25 minutes or so. Tracy, how are you? So glad to be here. I'm doing great. Yeah, so glad to get to talk about School Connect and amazing things that are happening all to support kids. You are one of the busiest people I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I don't know how you that, keep up with I, all the stuff you're doing, but we're going to talk busy. about it. I know, I know you are, but but let's first of all, I, I always like our audience to get to know whoever it is I'm interviewing. So I'd like for you to take some time in sharing your personal backstory and and take some time sharing how you got to this point in your life. Sure, sure. Well, I am married to a, a man named David. I love him very much. We have four grown children who are all married and have kids. And so I have seven grandchildren. They are one, two, four, five, 10, 13, and 15. So I kind of have the whole range of grandchildren. And that's wonderful because when I work with schools, I'm living all over again, everything (laughs) that they experience, you know, with kids and all those different stages. So They live all across the country. We have Washington, D.C. and Atlanta, Sacramento and Phoenix. So I get to do some traveling to connect with my kids and my grandchildren. But they are the joy of my life. That's awesome. And um, and so none at home, but all with their own families and spread out, as you just mentioned. That's right. Uh, Let's start by begin uh, to define School Connect. Exactly what is School Connect? Yeah, School Connect is a nonprofit, and we help schools build a village of support around them. Um, This really comes from the understanding that it's going to take a village 
to help every <laughs> single child reach their potential, right? It, it actually echoing. takes uh, churches, businesses, nonprofit, government, uh, the neighborhood association, everyone around those kids to help them succeed. So in connecting local schools with uh, partnerships and among businesses, uh, how do you carry this out with uh, and, and what is the mission ex- exactly? Yeah, there are um, 2,248 schools in Arizona. And really what we're trying to do is that every single school would have a church and a business and a nonprofit, somebody who could come to one table and help that principal solve problems that they're having or goals that they want to achieve in their school. So they all get together and the, and the principal says, we're working on teacher retention. We desperately need to keep our teachers supported and engaged with our students because that directly impacts not only social and emotional support for kids, but academic achievement. Or we're working on school culture. We need wraparound services for kids who don't have food or they don't have clothing, or maybe they need some counseling. They need support. Or maybe we're working on parent engagement. How do we get our parents more engaged with kids? Because all outcomes are better for kids when their parents are really involved and invested in their life and in their education. Or maybe there's a specific part of education, third grade reading or eighth grade math, that they're really trying to move the dial on. So this process is bring the village together and help each organization get match made what it does well that the school needs. So maybe the school needs to have some support for teachers and a local church says, well, we'll, we'll do care package boxes for them and we'll throw meals for them and, and we will celebrate them. Maybe a business comes along and says, oh my goodness, we're happy to provide gift cards. So every time a school classroom does a great job, their behavior is wonderful, we'll give a gift card that can be used for that classroom. Or maybe there's a nonprofit that has an incredible after-school program that could be with sports and uh, character development, for example. So that's the work we do is to bring people together and actually change outcomes for children. Fantastic. I mean, uh, that that's a quite quite an array of of uh, areas that need help. But but how? What day of the? What was going on in your life that one morning when you woke up and you said, "I need to do this. I need to do this," uh, and it's going to be called uh, School Connect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Crazily <laughs> enough, um, I actually was a Young Life College director. I started Young Life College at Arizona State University awesome. and the downtown campus, and so I was taking college students on service trips to different countries. And I was in Peru at the time with my college students, and they were serving a public special needs school. And uh, it was a beautiful thing to watch happen. And suddenly I had this aha moment that I realized that schools are a portal to every single need in a community whether that's homelessness or refugees, whether that is drug addiction or parenting, whatever is a need, you can find it right in that school. So when you bring the village around a school, you actually not only transform the lives of kids, but you help the whole community start working together to solve problems. So that was this big moment while I'm in (laughs) Peru. And the second moment was I'm flying over my city to do this in another country why don't we also do it in Phoenix? Well, is so that's it, how it got started. <laughs> has it been exported outside of Arizona? 
It has, yes. We are now, our model exists in Lafayette, Louisiana, and San Antonio, Texas, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, Madison and Appleton, Wisconsin, uh, Modesto, California, and Orange County, California. And did you ever get it going in Peru? Not yet, but we want to. Yeah, we want to. Eventually, we'll go right back and and bring it to those other. I'll be honest, it's easier to do in other countries than it is to do in the United States. There's a lot of red tape. Are you talking about bureaucracy or what? (laughs) No, no, never, never bureaucracy in the United States. This is not a political program, but... uh... But, well, we can all agree that bureaucracy is difficult. That's what and we it's can a, say. And, and you're saying it's a glaring difference between us and Peru. Yes, yes, <laughs> I would say that. So, um, so you 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 began this, and what did you have the name for it right away? I did not. Um, we just started this. I came back to to uh, Phoenix and Arizona State University and Pure Heart Church and Young Life and businesses and artists and all these people got together and we started to kind of create the model. I was just doing this as a part of what I was doing with Young Life initially. And then I became a pastor at Pure Heart Church and I kept on doing it. Uh, just developing the model, we ended up working with a Washington Elementary School District and bringing some of their top people together and really developing the model. So we got the model all the way created and multiplied actually throughout the 32 schools of that district when um, when we thought, well, why don't we actually create a nonprofit and multiply the model uh, our initial thought was through Maricopa County, and now we've gone, of course, through the state, and we're also going to other places. So the School Connect name came to us as we were sitting down saying, what do we do? What would be a name that describes what we do? <laughs> and uh, School Connect is exactly what we do. So are these just public schools? Are they charter schools? Is it all the above or just? uh... It is all of the above because we really believe that every single school needs a village because it's going to take that for every child, right? That is the bottom line. Yeah. So um, my gosh, it started here and and it's branched out in these other uh, states, as you mentioned. Uh, There's another... um, part of this and it's the it's the uh, century community learning center known as cclc right the the 21st century after school learning center yeah what is that yeah that is um that is an after school program really it's a national grant that schools can receive and and really it's about trying to help kids who have needs, so Title I students, so students with um, who are experiencing some poverty, having extra support academically, and then even kind of wraparound support and enrichment for them and for their families. So it's a wonderful program that happens all over the state of Arizona, and it's a perfect match for School Connect because part of the grant is working with community partners to accomplish what they're trying to accomplish. So it's really a great opportunity for School Connect to bring resources, to bring all kinds of partners to uh, that program. And then there's usually a 21st century outreach person. And that person uh, is working with the kids, putting on the, out, the program after school, but they need the great support that they can get with a bringing a, a partner. So bringing churches and businesses and the School Connect model really 
really has a structure to it where we look for a volunteer school champion to walk alongside a principal to help to kind of facilitate those partnerships for that school. And that that school champion is just a volunteer. Uh, they could be somebody from your church. They could be a youth pastor or, or a missions pastor. It could be um, an outreach person from the local nonprofit or the local bank. Right? Those people are all in the community wanting to serve schools. And so we bring them together to be able to help organize and and keep those partnerships happening. And I feel like I should probably give an example. Um, So for so, for example, um, just recently, Pure Heart Church was participating in a Love Our Schools Day, and they have a partnership with Salad and Go. And so what they did is the whole staff of the church got together and they built 1500 salads. And then they delivered those salads to the, all of the staff of 15 schools, right? Wow. And that was in an attempt to just show, shower those uh, people with love and appreciation because educators have gone through a very trying semester. <laughs> and this is probably the hardest one for them uh, since the pandemic yeah. began. Yep. So that was just, you know, an incredible gift. So those are the kinds of things we're trying to get community partners to meet the needs of, of another story is a Mountain View school. They wanted to create incentive for their kids to come to school and try hard in their academics. So they wanted to create a game room. And it turned out that they didn't have the furniture for the game room. Well, I happen to know that uh, Grand Canyon University now has a nonprofit called CityServe, and they are able to get household products Uh, And then they look for a faith community who'd be willing to kind of be that point of distribution to bring it to schools that are in need. And so I talked with Andrea Wirth from uh, Calvary Phoenix, and she's a point of distribution. And she said, I'd be so happy to do that. So she went to the school and they figured it out. And now they're getting furniture for that (laughs) for that game room so that there can be an incentive for kids to behave well and get to play in that game room. That's amazing. So you've gone you've you've branched out into these other states how do you manage all of that i mean uh do you have do you have personnel in those areas or uh how how do you manage all of this from arizona to the other locations that you've mentioned yeah, you know, sometimes there's innovation that happens during a pandemic, right? Yeah. That's the, that's like, like the bright. The, like the Rescuers Radio Show. <laughs> okay, okay. That's so how the we bright came light at the, at the bottom of the dark cloud. And that is that we um, were able to, we have a boot camp, which is a training for city directors. So every one of the cities that starts School Connect has a city director who's helping to actually do it on the ground there. And we used to do that in person right before the pandemic hit. But we learned how to be able to create um, an online experience. So we have an online boot camp. We have online cohort calls and we do individual coaching, which each each one of those city directors and we give them our resources. So they have everything, all the project plans, all the catalytic events that we do to bring people together, like our Love Our Schools Day or Roundtable Cafe event. They have all those resources to use and we help them to accomplish that. My goodness. So uh, (laughs) uh, the excitement everywhere around Tracy Beal, I'll tell you that. So I don't know how you, you know, all of your different uh, professions, I don't know how you do all of this, but it's amazing that you do. I got a question for you, though. (laughs) Yes. uh In, In all of these schools and and I mean, I mean, it's it's great, but 
somewhere along the line, uh, you run into real issues. Uh, not that you're not dealing with those now, but kids, students at any age age group, uh, any school, they're going to have some personal issues to be dealt with. Sure. And, and some of those were magnified historically with COVID-19 in 2020. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, things like domestic violence, things like uh, addictions. Mm-hmm. H- how do you, how do you fold all of that into uh, school connect? The thing that is really powerful about school connect is that I don't personally have to have all the expertise that is needed by kids in schools today, but I have to know someone who does have that expertise, Mm. right? And so, for example, we have a program called Parent Connect, where we invite parents uh, to their local school, and they get to say, this is what's happening with our kids and how we want to learn how to support our kids. Well, we are connected to amazing counselors and social workers and people who do have that uh, expert training, and they are able to come and talk to those parents. And we're now recording that. So we've got videos that make it possible for parent groups to be able to do that. We're also in partnership with an amazing conference called Speak Up, Stand Up, Save a Life. And that really got started by Gina Godby here and Lily DeBlue to really talk about um, anxiety, depression, and suicidal ideation. Mm, yeah. And so what, what we do in that conference is bring together kids so that they can begin to learn, hey, I see the sign in my friend that they're not doing well. Then together, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to support them and we're going to go to an adult who will give us the support and help that we need, right? So, um, and then I guess on top of that, I would say that when tragedy strikes in schools, and that is unfortunately fairly frequent. There are faith communities like Pure Heart, actually, that has a full counseling department and chaplains and um, and a resource center, the LifeBridge Resource Center. So every kind of need that could be happening for uh, that uh, person or that child, you can get somebody to that school to support them. And if you have trusted relationships with school districts, um, what you're looking for is what are the resources at our disposal? How do we bring them to help make that difference and um and it and it works because those trusted relationships connects everybody hey if if uh, there's a listener to the rescuers radio show that uh, is came has uh, come to the program late today you're listening to tracy beal founder and ceo of school connect and uh tracy uh so the if i understand what you're saying you deal with those issues with people from that the know they're knowledgeable of those issues, they know how to get their arms around it, and yeah. uh, and then you you somehow in training videos you can help the the other states without having to send a crew or hire a crew over there. You're doing it uh, through through media uh, pieces and and that work right. Right. And we also have a yearly summit, which is actually coming up yeah. on January 25th and uh, 2022. And all the city directors will be joining us in person. We'll be having superintendents and principals, business, faith, nonprofit and government leaders all sitting at roundtables according to school districts. So in person at Grand Canyon Uni- University at their arena. And that is a beautiful and incredible opportunity um, to be able to really talk to one another and start partnerships, hear amazing stories, for, so inspiration and best practices. So is there any any difference between dealing with a public school and a charter school? 
Is it harder for one or the other or are they the same? Well, I, I would say um, there are ways that they're similar and ways that they're different. Yeah. All right. So the ways that they are similar is that teachers everywhere are experiencing an incredible amount of challenge and exhaustion and they need our support. So that need is there. The needs of kids are the same everywhere. It doesn't matter what kind of school you have. Um, some schools have higher poverty and those are some of those different issues, but all schools are facing some of the same things. So that's how they're similar. I think um, the ways that they're different is that there's just a different structure, governmental structure requirements that happen in public district schools. They're controlled by a school board that is actually, you know, chosen by their own community. So that's a different model. I think, I think charter schools have the ability to kind of be a little bit lighter on their feet and make some of their own decisions. And oftentimes they have something unique about them, you know, a quality about them. They're very specific and so I think it's it's great having both and we love having both. And we uh, we know that both are really trying to increase their community engagement and family engagement. So what keeps uh, con- a school connect afloat? Yeah, are you asking how are we funded? <laughs> Is that what you're asking? <laughs> yeah, that might be the question. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, um, all the regular streams for a nonprofit. So we're looking for individual donors. We're looking for sponsors of some of our events, like our big summit, uh, Love Our Schools Day, our Teacher um, Appreciation Day. Our uh, We have a Champions of Education Awards event. So opportunities for businesses and, and for um, faith communities that they desire to sponsor those events. That, that's another way that we do that. Um, and then, and then we do that really in some of our services. We we have something called the Working Genius, which is a, a, a incredible program that we can offer both to school districts and businesses. Uh, this was started by Patrick Lencioni's group, the, the Table Group, really helping teams, leadership teams, learn about their genius and the genius of their team and how to work together better. So sometimes it's services. There's one story that um, was really cool that I thought you might want to hear, Art. Um, yes, please. It, it was when um, when the digital divide became really highlighted with COVID-19. Obviously, this was in the fall of 2020. Um, we were working with uh, different community groups trying to help solve that problem. And one of our deep partners, a wonderful partner, Scottsdale Bible, came to us and said, boy, we know that there's a great need um, with a digital divide, even in just the city of Phoenix, let alone the rest of the of the um, state. And I happened to be on the Mayor's Youth and Education Commission for the city of Phoenix. And I knew that they knew that there were about 12,000 computers needed by school districts in the city of Phoenix Mm -hmm. and that they didn't have the money for. And the the city of Phoenix wanted to put some money toward it, but they didn't have enough. And so Scotch the Bible said, well, we will raise money. And they, they made their goal for a million dollars and they brought in a million five. Wow. And, and then <laughs> they brought the money. The city of Phoenix brought money. School Connect um, had a connection to a, a manufacturer. We were able to get brand new laptops for $190 a piece. Nice. And so together, the city, the faith community, School Connect and the Department of Education, we all worked together and got those computers and gave them out to school districts as they had need. So that was a pretty beautiful example uh, and in a bigger ecosystem of how you can work together to solve problems for education. And at all levels, uh, uh, you know, in the public, uh, maybe, maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe 
political par- parties, but I don't want to get into that. But but churches have been really aligned with you, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I honestly feel— is, is really important to what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I feel like everybody in the village is important, and yeah. the faith community has a, a pretty unique role. Um, they're multi-sector and multi-generational, and so are schools. So if you think about that from a community development perspective, wow, if you can connect uh, business, faith, and school— mm-hmm. Now you've got fuel, now you've got multi-sectors, and now you have longevity with multi-generations. And so if you look at it from a community development perspective, schools and faith communities are like the longest living organisms in any city. So it's a beautiful triad to build together uh, in that process. And, and I love working with every, every faith community, you know, every kind of business, small businesses that are local, large, statewide, even national businesses. Um, it's it's really a powerful and beautiful opportunity. Sounds great, and and as uh, you know, your, your daily uh, your daily schedule is just packed. <laughs> I don't know how you do all this stuff. <laughs> so um, uh, we're in our last couple of minutes, uh, Tracy. And mm-hmm. uh, if if people are it are interested here in our worldwide audience of the Rescuers Radio Show. Mm-hmm. Uh, how can, if they're interested in learning more, how can they contact you or School Connect? Yeah, we would love to hear from you. If you were to email info at schoolconnectaz.org, info at schoolconnectaz.org, we'd connect right with you wherever you are in the country. We can connect you to somebody to be able to help connect you to serve schools because there's a school in every single neighborhood and every single child deserves that. Tracy, we have uh, our our mission statement for the Rescuers Radio Show is to contact all of those that are changing and saving lives every day, and that's what you do. Thank you so much, Tracy. So thrilled to be here. Good to talk to you. God bless. Rescuers Radio Show airs every Thursday at 530 at uh, Faith Talk 1360 and faithtalk1360.com, and then it becomes a podcast where you can find at uh, rescuersradioshow.org Rescuers Thursdays at 5.30 Arizona time on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ AM Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.